Um, this morning, as we first and foremost, I'm um, joyful um, the Lord because this strength of the Lord never fails. Um, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And I'm also joyful because of salvation. Amen. I'm joyful because the Lord has not left me to myself. And the Lord has promised to be my eternal king. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Blessed is the nation whose king is the Lord. Wow. Say, I'm blessed. blessed. No, say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Because my king is the Lord. This morning, my heart is indicting a good matter. Um, this morning, I'm going to briefly continue from where we stopped in our last class, or in, uh, where we stopped from last Sunday. Uh, but as I pick up this morning, I just want to reiterate to us again that we are at a time in history that is special. I see the times we are in as the extra time in a football match. And Jesus, you know, made several allusions to us getting away and conscious of the season. In biblical eschatology, the, the end time began when Jesus ascended and the Holy Spirit descended. And the signs that Jesus predicted or said is being is getting more obvious by the day. And every saint of God ought to prepare. I remember when mommy was to travel. She'll prepare, pack luggage, look for, in fact, she will, they will ask so you know the, the weather situation where you are going so you can prepare for the weather. If it's too cold, you start buying cold, um, or what you call, warm, warm, warm jackets. But there's something coming that cannot come fix. There's a danger coming that, that no government can bring relief material. 
Today they are using the prayer government because they didn't ask, they didn't really hear. CBCC government to abuse. A time will come when there will be no government to call on to. And so we need to always plan. We are in the very last time. You know, when the match is in extra time, it is the referee that everyone is looking at. Those who are winning will go and pack boss. Those who are losing, in fact, sometimes you see the goalkeeper becoming a what? A striker. Have you seen it before? At that point, even the coach will have nothing to say. The keeper will not look at the coach face anymore because the time is what is up. When they are playing corner, you will go and you want to go and nod. In fact, I've seen one that the keeper after his court. As they're coming to play, you see him running. Now, the fear of counter is no more there. In any case, they're already losing. So there's no point to let everything we can, but eventually we might have the chance of equalizing. You see, Satan is packing the boss at this time. He's doing everything for the church not to be aware of what is happening. But the Lord wants us to be conscious. And this morning, I want to take it a little step further from where we stopped. The ultimate plan of God is to get us to become like Him. Wow. And how do we become like Him? We become like Him as we keep beholding. In Romans chapter 8 verse 29, the Bible says, Those whom He has predestined, He has also called that will be conformed to the image of the Son. Something conform. To conform means to become like. That's what Paul said to Timothy in First Corinthians four, verse verse twelve. He says, "Let no man despise your youth, but be that example of the believer in word." He says, "Let your word be seasoned with word with salt." Now, now, a time will come when, when even the way you speak will become like Christ. Because ultimately we are becoming like him. Let no man despise your youth, but be thou an example of the believer in word, in truth, in purity, in faith. Hallelujah. You know, if you look at When husband and wife stays for a long time together, they start thinking alike. Amen this morning. In 2 Corinthians 3.18, it says, We all, with an open face, beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord. And guess what? And are being changed. Now, you see, we are called to conform like Him, but how do we? By changing progressively. We are being changed. 
So don't beat yourself if you are if you are if you are not fully like him. But there's a progress in that. But the way that progress is guaranteed is by constant beholding. Yesterday, prayer meeting, we were praying. But we're reading scriptures. You know, that's not the way prayer meeting you know. It's four prayer points. And it's sweet. You know, you like that. And you feel there's a hidden glory. And they use some anecdotes that don't make sense. You know, I had one one day. He said, he said, But don't be stiff before God's presence. Especially in the place of praise. Really? David, David danced before the Lord. That Micah had to see and say, Why are you dancing like the like this, like 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 commoners? You are dancing like a slave. You are, you are shaking yourself. You are, you are, your, your skirt is jumping. You are jumping too much. So that means there's a way royals should dance. We will be like Queen of England. I'll be doing cutting small bag. I'll be moving like this. They sing him and you When it comes to praising God, learn to praise God. We were praying yesterday and it was God's word that was coming. And we were really praying. We were really praying. Child of God is born, let me announce to you, there's nothing covering your glory. You have no glory that can be covered. It's a, it, okay. It's a lie. It's because there's no grounds for him to walk. What you can you put it yourself? Say, I've got somebody that I want to buy a car now. If the money is enough, you want to buy a car. Are you hearing me? The car is four million, and you have eight hundred million on your account. Which 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 demand will cover it? Hold on, you want to buy a car of four million? You have eight hundred million. Which which will come and say, As I say, if the witch said anything, I'll buy two. As I which I bought two, but I want to buy one before. So. Now, when you, when you hear that, it's because there's no sufficient resources. That's why it may happen. Amen this morning? Yeah. Hallelujah. Let me... Maybe I said this to someone this morning who is afraid, who feels that his glory is being covered with a bullying. And when the man said that, the, the person that said, How many people have paid school fees in this? So who, and suddenly you think that because you are not going to pay school fees on time, there's a tapolin they used to cover your word, your glory. And you start in the fire, you say, Ah, ah. 
You know, I had one. You are almost there, but never get there. Three people have approached for marriage and none has worked. You are a bad person. Have you seen? Listen. Listen. If you are a godly man, you will be chasing a woman for so long. If you are a godly woman, God will locate you. When you find people who say they have problem of marriage, they have bad character. And even though they are in church, their character is not godly. And so nobody is able to stake their life on them. You know, sometimes you can be very, you very contactless because you don't know until somebody comes close to you. You know, in church you can look very good, you can look very smart, but once they start with you, one, two, three, you say, ah, what's behind six on this person is more than seven. And it takes everyone just a few moments to discover who you truly are. So there's no amubo. You are not worthy of being held. And if you feel it's prayer that can bring it, I announce to you, you pray long enough. Let God's word be in you. Begin to seek to please Christ. If a person, he said, husbands, love your wife as Christ's word. That means you have understood the love of Christ to the church. And how do you do that? By studying. Wives, submit to your own husbands as what? So that means without you understanding submission to the word of God, that means just simply obeying God's word. Listen, any woman that obeys God's word, men will like. I'm telling you, men, I'm telling you, pastor, you will like them. If you can't marry every woman who loves God, it's only one. So there's no woman of God that has a mubo. No, it's not possible. If it happens, you are not in Christ. So surprised. But let me go on this morning quickly. In the last class, I mentioned to us the things we are to do on this earth as we begin to invest in eternity. And the first thing I mentioned in the last um, I'm teaching. Getting the word of God to the lost. Preaching the gospel. That's the, the, the ministry that God has given to every one of us. And, um, and I think on Friday. And I said to you. Don't feel comfortable. Don't feel at ease. If in one week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, 
you have not not done anything that advances the kingdom and Jesus says when I'm great to come the gospel of this kingdom shall be preached to all nations and then the end shall come so one of the ways by which we sow so they sow so they sow You know, every time a farmer goes to sow, he sows in hope. Every time you plant maize, you know that in 90 days, all things being equal, there should be what? A harvest of maize. But no one can, can have that hope of a harvest of maize if he has not what? Sown maize. And Jesus said, the end is near and the end is here. But this is how my people are meant to sow for the hereafter. Tell me about this morning to First Timothy 6. First Timothy 6. Let's just read verse 19. Just 19. First Timothy 6, I read verse 19. By doing this, I'm reading from energy, they will be storing up their treasure. So the treasure. Not so storing up. Now to store up is now, now this is how God's now. Hallelujah this morning. How do you store up treasure? For yourself, it, 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 it means there's there's a way to store treasure that will count in the year after. So that we are not found in him empty. For the day and the time and the season. When we shall meet him, no one knows. Amen this morning. Amen. But there's a storing up, just as we store up on the earth. The believer should also learn to store up in heaven. What is your account reading in eternity? What is your account written in the hereafter? Because everyone has an account number in heaven. You know, how many of you feel comfortable when you don't have enough in your account? Please let me see your hands. You feel comfortable when your hands don't give you comfortable. When, when your account is in red. But once it is in green, we know. 
Hallelujah. See, every person has once the time to pay rent is coming and there's no and there's no money ready. No matter how strong you are spiritually, you feel down. No matter how strong you are spiritually. No, yes, you are you've claimed everything the job wants by strength. And then it blows you. You don't get ready to you say, oh, I know. Troubles. Please, I'm, I'm talking. I'm not going to warning. But because you can't give excuse to the landlord, it can follow you one month, one year, or two years. The one that followed for three years has the Holy Ghost. But by the fourth year, it will tell you, hasn't the Holy Ghost always spoken to you to leave? Or contribution. Why do you even take your salary and you are, you are a mark certain amount for what? For rent, for school fees, for emergency, for medicals. You do it constantly because you know that that need will surely come. It's a matter of what? Today is almost the end of October. December has come. When did you begin January? That's how you wake up and make Christ. Some will appear before him empty-handed. They sang a song. Must I go and empty-handed? You think he's a gospel song? No, he's a, he's a son of Jesus. I've sent you to, to, to reap what you've not sown. That both you that reap it and don't that sow it, my Lord, rejoice together. That means that if there's a rejoicing, then there's a saddening. There's a regretting. In heaven. So I'll say man this morning. He said to them, that you may sow up for yourselves treasure in the hereafter. That was Paul said. That means it was a teaching that Jesus taught them. Abraham having everything on the earth. Bible says he chose not to lay hold on everything here, but he was looking for a city. You know, I see the church of God today, they're not looking for that city. Because they've not been told there is a city. This morning I announced to you, child of God, there is a city whose maker and builder is God. And has put us here to prepare us that will determine what we do at that time. So he said here, Pastor, by doing this, that means there's something you are doing. All right, everybody, please look at the Bible. When you see the word, by doing this, that means there's something particular that is to be done. Or the thing, so this is one of the things my enemy. So if I were you, I start doing it. By doing this, you live for yourself treasure and riches and wealth for the hereafter.
But like I said earlier, every time you do these things, Jesus said, don't do it for people to see. Matthew verse 1. Don't know the pastor, see the things you do. We have done it too. No, it's not me. If you do that, you have your reward. There's a reward for it. But you've gotten it already. That's why you don't do anything for people to see or notice. Do it in secret. For the Lord has seen in secret. We reward you on this earth and thereafter. You know, you follow me. So this is a, it's a plan of God for true prosperity. So the true prosperity. You see, prosperity actually is not what you have here on earth, it's what you have there. So the first thing, or one of the things you do to sober is preaching. That's why I said, he that wants his soul is wise. For some of you, he's not even saying so much. He's just giving tracts. He's giving tracts. As you give tracts, it will gravitate to engage him. And sometimes you think that it is plenty you know. You see, the true Outflow of the Spirit of God comes when you begin to evangelize. That was said, when you stand before them, don't think what to say. In that same, same hour, that's how you know the Holy Ghost is living in you. Because the things you say, you know, you know that it's not you. When you finish, ah, no, Now make talk like this. No, it's not you. That's how you know that the Spirit of God dwells in you. When you begin to engage with His Word. But today in our world, in the church, that seems not to be in place. You are taught to bring them to engage with the power of God. Yes. But the true power of God is manifest when the gospel is preached. For I am not ashamed of the devil Christ for his word. It is the power of God that has salvation. This one I want to encourage you. How to sow in the kingdom by preaching. Please stay with this morning. Sowing in the kingdom. Preaching the gospel is one of the ways by which I sow for the time to come. That's the reason you must not be afraid of anyone you are preaching to. You see, what brings fear? Because you're not even sure of the reward you are getting. You're not even sure of the one backing you. Now imagine being a preacher somebody, I'm doing the favor and it's true. I want to bless you. Please give me 10 minutes of your time. And it's the gospel. Have you considered Jesus? Who is he to you? He's one of what he is. He's the son of the living God. Is the means by which God has given men to be reconciled back to Him. For there's judgment coming, and the way of escape is God is letting ask you, What is judgment? And they start explaining to the degree you know. You'd be amazed how God would take that little thing 
In the case, the Bible says he has, he, has, he has chosen to take the base and the foolish and the and things that are unlearned on the earth to confound the wisdom of the wise. So when Peter was speaking, he said, is it these are unlearned men? How come they know scripture? Ask Peter, he didn't know anything, he will not speak it. The days are here when you must begin, praise God. You must be conscious because this is how to solve. Believers will wake up in, 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 to, to see Christ and they're empty. And they're empty. I've told you how I walked as a young boy, just reading scriptures, as a teenager, just reading scriptures. I chose to preach. Yeah, I could not preach more time. But, but, but I, I had a friend. See, my friends then were people that loved Jesus even as a teenager. Amen? Amen. We call ourselves bro. My younger boys. I had some change. After I bought canvas. That was my peer to buy the time. Praise God. Son of the boss, two children. You know when you saw us, you know this one's as he said. Before we start, I pray the boy. It's not, it's not Marcos Fredis at over in my heart. They go over at that point. But young boys, teenagers, about twenty or something. About. He starts He was so bold. I was boxed up. So boldness, that money, God will work. Amen. We came somewhere. We pay. That's the reason no girl was pursuing me because there was nothing comely. All my friends, I'm, I'm not talking about high techs. You know what I can do this? Canvas in the early 90s. No, it's not a cola. You know, cola. They call it high tech. The shoes are here. Timbaland, this is how we're walking. Walking like so we are there. We are walking like, like this is a walk trench. Have you seen how you walk? If he goes like this, even though there's something on the side, he's bouncing, praise God. He keeps bouncing, no, 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 I appreciate you. Amen, just joking. We get things. But I just chose not to serve God. I was buying Bibles. I'll be in the house from morning to night reading scriptures. My Bible tell me. And the rest are bad guys. So I said, what to say? Can't you come out? I don't come out until night, mid 7.38 p.m. I come out of the room to take first day. I kept reading. Proverbs and Ecclesiastes. When I saw that, if a strange man takes you up, yeah, she will turn you to, to a piece of bread. I said, Me, bread, woman. I'll remain a man. But the issue is, I just love Jesus. I kept preaching the best way I can. At that stage, my money wasn't in mine. I knew it was for a purpose. My money, you know, it's, it's, it has stayed. Your money is in yours, but guess what? It's not asking for your money. Something preaching the gospel. It says, if you do this, the same way you are struggling to say, for something special ahead. 
how you must begin to save for the future. So every time you go to preach, you're not doing pastor a favor, you are doing yourself a favor. Every time you share a track or bring someone to church, you, you drag them. This is this position you're in place by force. In last class, there are people you have influence over. You you drag you drag them. The days are gone. Say they say they don't want. No. Okay. Your child is to drink antibiotics. He says bitter. I don't want. You not say because the child says doesn't want. You leave your child. Is that what you say? What do you do? A lot of waro. Because it is you that will still get the problem. If, because the, once the thing starts deteriorating, a time will come when that antibiotics will no longer work. The issue will have gone beyond first dose. They will need drip. What you are taking with mouth. The days are here when, when your influence must be put to bear and not just remaining there. You put to bear, you pray and say, Lord, let your seed be implanted in the soul of this man or this woman. This is how we sow. And I said in church, you must look at this church and look to who came to church by you. If you have not found, you are a failure. You are bankrupt. <laughs> you know it's hard. But the truth. You are bankrupt. I'm telling you, if you die like that, you are naked. You are empty. And not for a while, for eternity. If you sit in this church, you can count one, two, three. Woo! In your heart. There's no work to go with you. That's what you hear Paul say. Romans 15 20. He says, I do my best. I strive to preach when no one else has preached. You think he's because he's, he's clueless or he doesn't have the work? No, he knows. That's why when he was dying, he says, But I have I have fought the good fight. I have finished this. I have kept the faith. Now that left for me a crown is for those who have served. And I've preached. I've preached. People have come to know the Lord through them. And if this is a reality, then you must give yourself totally to it. And indeed, it's a reality. And someone you are preaching is escaping like like like, like catfish. Us. You know how to hold catfish. You pin it down from the head. Somebody selling catfish in a bowl. If you have one, and she had that, and catfish is escaping. Would you say, uh, Is that what you say? She will pin it down the head and use like. <laughs> the fish like is she has removed the gills. As, as you are standing there, she's cutting it for a purpose for you. Folks, 
For what validates the church is the gospel. What validates you as a child of God is the gospel. So I this morning. I intend not to stay here long this morning on this topic. But I feel present I have to just stay here more this morning. But I'm going to move closely. So every time you hear evangelism, or every time you are not hearing it regularly, something is wrong. So, someone here this morning. Are you here, sir? Because when the time for the rent is due, if you don't have it, you get evicted. When you are evicted, it doesn't mean that they will kill you. You just mean that you are homeless, you are on the streets, you become a vagabond. But you are still giving, but living without a home. And this is the spiritual and heavenly reality, which we will not know the dimension until we get there. But I'll show you when we get there to be eternal. You wish that maybe this thing will be for a few years, but I guess to you it will be eternal. God left us here to prepare for there. What are you doing? with becoming wealthy spiritually. This morning, let me take point two. I believe point one is clear enough. John, is it clear enough? Yes, sir. Is it understood enough? Yes, and are you willing to take steps towards the direction? Yes, sir. Yes, I'm begging of you. Point number two this morning. We saw in the hereafter by taking care and being concerned for the needs of the people of God. Please know that. We saw in the hereafter by being concerned and taking care to the best of our ability of the needs of the people of God. I will come to give it to the kingdom very soon. That was what Barnabas did. You see, the name Barnabas, actually his name was actually, is it Joseph called Justice? Joseph. Barnabas was a, a name given to him because of what he did. Barnabas means the son of consolation. What did he do? When the people of God were in need, Barnabas had land and house. He sold it and brought the money and gave the apostles to share. He lost his house for the sake of God's people. Amen. Amen. I will come there shortly. And that act of rejoicing the people showed toward him was what made Ananias also. He became, you see, you see, it was it, Ananias didn't do the good heart. He wanted the favor and the approval of the church and leadership. And that's why when he saw this. He brought part 
that don't let them know. But Joseph sold and brought part, no, all, for the all. Can a believer give his all to Christ? Yes. But when you give it, you are ready to stay with the consequence. Amen? Don't let anybody tell you to go and sell your house and give to the man of God. When Joseph saw the works of the Lord and the people of God in need, the love of Christ in him propelled him to sell what was valuable to him. It's the scriptures. And he gave it joyfully and they called him Barnabas, meaning the son of God. He brought consolation to the people by giving them what he had. But this kind of action will be based on your dealings with God. Amen? It should be because one of God told you that it must resonate with your heart. And if you're not convinced about it, no matter they, they tweak him. And guess what? I'm not even sure the apostles called for him to bring it. He did by himself. But let me hold on this morning. The second way we saw is by taking care. Someone taking care of God's children. Wow. Let's read this morning some scripture. God is showing us how to sow to the hereafter. Amen. Talk me about this morning too. Um, 2 Corinthians 5. Please start. Read for me from verse 8. Verse 8 and, um, and 9. Verse 8 and 9. Verse 8. Or maybe to 10. 2 Corinthians 5. Quickly. We are confident and say we need rather to be absent from the Lord yes. and to present with the Lord. Yes. The Lord. Therefore, no, 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 read again. There's a bit of there. Okay. And to be present no. with the Lord. From beginning. Okay. We are confident. We are confident. And willing. Yes. Rather to be absent from the body. Yes. And to be present with the Lord. Hold on. It means the moment you are absent in the body, you are what? Present with the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is the joy of, of the believer. To be absent in the body means, so it means whenever a believer dies, he immediately gets to the presence or the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God this morning. But go on, sir. Wherefore, Wherefore, we labor, we labor that whether present or, or, or absent, we may be accepted of him. Go on. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Yes. That everyone, everyone may receive, may receive things the things done in his, body. in his body. Hold on. Hold on. Please. It means when we appear before him, when we, when we become absent in this body, when the body becomes 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 steel and becomes unmovable, we appear before the Lord. But as we appear before Him, the things we have done in this body also appears with us. 
Please, come follow me. You know, that's why sometimes you are traveling and your luggage didn't come. Uh, the airline is in, is in trouble. They won't bring it. Because as you are paying your ticket, you are paying for, it, for both your ticket and your wallet and your luggage. They must appear at the same time. But it's not every big luggage or big bag that has things valuable inside. It is not the size of the luggage, it's the value in the luggage. We must all appear and stand before his judgment to receive everything we've done in the body. So what things are we supposed to do in this body that brings goodness to us in the hereafter? One, preaching. Two, taking care of the brethren as God enables you. So I'll say that this morning. Let's read this morning. Genesis chapter 4. Read from verse 8. To 10. Genesis 4. Now, before you reach that, in Genesis 4, we have an encounter between Cain and Ruth and Abel. These were brothers. We call them blood siblings. They're blood siblings. Praise God. Yeah, there's a connection between between you and your and your blood siblings. Yeah, it's true, it's there, and, and God honors it. But guess what? The person also who is your brother and sister also in Christ, you're also connected by blood. And this blood is even more stronger than the natural blood. You know, he says, if one suffers, do you know that? That's why if the church is truly the church by the blood of Jesus, nobody in the church should lack basic needs in this life. You must be willing to sacrifice for one another, provided you are a child of God. And you must prove it. And Cain and Abel were in the land and they were walking. And, 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 and Cain said, Abel, let's go into the country. Just at once. And when he got there, he killed him. And God said in verse 9, Cain, Cain, where is Ruth, thine brother? Now, this morning, look at George. If someone is not here, you look for the person. You leave 99 and go after. One. Sounds like this morning. God was asking, Where is your brother? Can God ask you about someone in church? That means don't come to church thinking of yourself alone. When you ask and take care of the next person, I'm not saying bankrupt yourself. The little, the least of the things you can do is what God requires and expects of you. But don't come with a mindset that it's just me alone. No, you are your brother's 
keeper. And he says, where is your brother? And told the Lord, am I my brother's keeper? And here God says, yes, you are. Sorry, let me have great belief. Let's read this morning, Galatians 6. Let's read. Mm. Verse 1. Okay, read from verse 10. Galatians 6 from verse 10. Read that words. As we have, as we have therefore opportunity. Yes. Let us do good unto all men. Hold on. As we have now, folks, this is this is God's commandment. Amen. God says to us as a church, as we have the word opportunities, as we have the resources, as the opportunity presents itself, let us do good to all men. To all men. Now it means God says, "Your doing good should not be restricted to Christians alone." If you do something good, something kind, even to an unbeliever, God takes record. No wonder in Acts ten, that was about Cornelius. He says he has done so much good. He has given arms. He has built things. And Bible says those things he has done has come to God as a word, as a memorial. That means those things they speak. You know, some people are very. They don't care about the next person if he's dying or not. Your neighbor's animal is is in danger. You say, it's not mine. You see your neighbor's kitchen open and flies will likely enter. And you say, well, let's fly destroy them. You can take the phone and say, ah, your kitchen is open, no, it's intentional. And you say, no, is this children, no, they've opened it again. Because one night, if they have nocturnal infection and the child gets sick 12 night, they will likely call you. Does it concern you? No. But does it concern you? Yes. We have no functional, godly relationship with our neighbors. Everything they know us about is just that we go to church. There's no life. You're always on your own. You know, your neighbor has a dog. No wonder you just buy them dog food. You just give them. You, you are amazed how far. You don't say anything. But one day you will see something. You know it's not normal. Ah no, it's us and ourselves. No, God says do good. So think of how to do good to someone. God is saying, this is as the opportunity as available to you. That is how God wants the world to know we are believers. And by it we are sowing. So the sowing. You know, in the worldly sowing, it's you that gets. You get to show. But here, you give that you may show. 
Let us not be weary. You have rice, one bag. Give somebody two derika. Let everything not just be about you alone. And God says, do it to all men. You are on the way. On the way. Somebody has flat tire. You can't you can back. And may I help you? Have you seen? I don't know how that is true, but sometimes some of these movies are done to portray what is not. But in normal American movies or these foreign movies, you see somebody traveling and, hi, hi, can I help you? Have you seen it? And they will back. They say, oh, 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 thank you. And they walk and they, and that's how they start a word in leadership. You are believers, it becomes your eternal friend. But here you are, those people, they are bound you, they are kidnappers, that they drop us. So going, as a woman, as a boy, you as kidnappers. And that person is a child of God. Pray for help. If they kidnap you, call me. I will come to the kidnappers then and rescue you. Amen this morning. You must, you must, you must be kind to allow the person go in traffic. But don't allow ten to go because one behind you will go pop, pop, But it's one or two. Don't say whoa, whoa. That's a job you're doing. Something do good. It's something hard, but God do good. If you do good, God will bless you. Do good in traffic. He's so happy. I want to see your face. Just think. Right here, out there. I'm telling you, what? What about Like, praise God. I just don't want to praise God. But just do good. Come shortly, want to do good. Sounds like this morning. To all men. So your neighbors must know you that you are a good man. But for the steps of a good man, the man who is righteous must be good. Have a devil. Don't go to all men. Don't, don't let the people around you see you as a terror. There are people that pray. They are prayer warriors at night. But in the day, there are people warriors in the natural. They fight everybody in the compound. It is you that will pay your bill. It is you that will beg him to pay him. Please now, they say, hey, before pay the bill now, what will you lay on the house? So as they are coming to beg you, they are bringing oil. They go for one that goes to you, they go from afar, they will tell you. This is how you saw, because this is how God has ordained that we saw. This is how God has ordained that we show that the truth. When we do good to how many men? All. But now he says, especially, so especially. So especially. But when it comes to brassards, focus more on the household. 
Dans les pauvres ossements. So if by doing this I'm showing to the head of the I will do it. Sans so, amen. So ma I will do it. Sir. God is not saying close your account. And do not come and sit down on Sunday and look solemn. So I can give you. Anyone that looks solemn, don't you? Is a manipulator. They say, when you come to church, praise the Lord. Things have been tight. But I trust the Lord is untying it. Oh, we've been struggling. But I know my God is faithful. That person is a former believer. Amen. You have many shoes. You now wear the shoes that has opened and then you come just praise the Lord. Pray. You are buying slippers. Don't now take advantage of God's word. Amen this morning. For if you do, the Lord will judge you. You know, he killed Ananias because they were deceptive. In fact, this kind of teaching brings us to a in fact, make the church a more dangerous place. Amen? And the last was playing pranks. And the Holy Ghost killed him. The Holy Ghost is not killing you now physically, but he kill you. And when the Holy Ghost kills you, he will kill you where? You will die very well. You can't escape the Holy Ghost killing you. Perfect death. But yet you are living. So don't take advantage of the grace of God. But when there's a place for a need, God will supply. This morning I want to challenge you. I want the ways by which you sow in the kingdom is by blessing somebody in the church. I'm going to show you more details this morning and I'm very close. There is nothing wrong when one of us, you see that somebody's fall is bad. You have the means. You have two, three phones. What do you do? Give one out. Amen? You count a time somebody is lacking shopping and, and you know you, you have excess, you have more. You can spare. No, you just let to spare. Especially to the someone who is a child of God. So God says, do good to all, but especially to those who are the household of faith. Now, when you do good, when you do good sometimes, I've seen this people doing good and then don't give people things that you as a can't be anymore. It's a way you don't give me something. You know, God hates lame sacrifices or animals that are blind. So don't bring anything that is blind or that is lame. They give me a phone, give me a phone that is I'm not going to give you a phone. That's a life. Not a phone that will use 15k to, to repair, whereas the phone itself costs 5,000. So I'm blessing you have this food. As you give me nothing at all is, is. Amen? No. Give something that is a blessing. You're going to buy food store. Buy extra. You buy 10 spaghetti. Well, if you can't use 10, buy two. And say, brother, I'm just, I'm just shopping and just talk about this. Just take two. That is how the church 
should be. In fact, this is God's instruction. He says, when we do like this, we are sowing in the hereafter. And never be in the place of perpetual receiving. Don't know. Even in your midst, even in your deep poverty, you must also have something to give. Don't say we are poor, we don't give. No, you must give. If you don't give, you're, you're, you're not qualified to receive. If you don't give, you are you are you are you are you are receiving damnation to yourself. What does it cost to buy a pencil for a child? How much is a pencil? To buy a viral. You must say I don't have. It's a he that says he has not that which he has shall be taken. So everyone must have this mind of being a blessing. For he that is faithful in little is also faithful in much. Let me show this one more scripture as we go on this morning. Matthew 25. Matthew 25, read from verse 31 to verse 40. And I'll begin to close. Now listen, in this scripture, Christ was speaking about the end times. And one of the things we to say in, in Matthew 25 was that, was that at the end of time, when men will be judged, this will be the criteria for the assessment. Matthew 25, read from verse 31. When the Son of Man shall come in His glory. When is, now listen, when He shall come in His word. That means, that means there's a coming of the glory of the Son of Man. That means a day will come when Christ will come back in His word, in His glory. Go on, sir. When the Son of Man shall come in His glory. In His glory. And all the holy angels with Him. With him. Then shall He sit upon the throne of His glory. Of His glory. And before Him shall He gather all nations. All nations. And He shall separate them one from another. From another. As the shepherd divides His sheep from the goat. Yes, sir. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand. Yes. For the goats on the left. On the left. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand. Yes. Come. Come. Be blessed of my father. Yes. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Hold on. Inherit the kingdom. Come, you blessed of my father. At the appearing of Christ in his glory, the sheep and the goats shall be separated. And the sheep shall come to his right hand and they shall reign with him. But we tell them, Come, ye blessed of my father before the ends of the earth. Now go on. For I was hungry. I was hungry. Go on. And he gave me meat. You gave me meat. I was thirsty. I was thirsty. And he gave me drink. You gave me drink. I was a stranger. I was a stranger. And he took me in. Hold on. I love this. You know what I'm saying here? These are the yastics. Part of the yastics for assessment. You know, in every exam, there are topics. And on each topic, there are, there are questions. This is one of it. Go on, sir. Naked. Naked. You can be clothed. I was sick. I was sick. You visited me. Hold on. Jesus said I was sick. That means it is not a cause for a believer to be sick. So when someone says, I have not used drugs for 37 years, he will stand before God and, and, and tell the judge. It can please men, it's sweet in the ears of men, it shows faith, faith, faith. But when we see the Lord, we will know who was missing, who wasn't sick, who is Pastor Mom, who did. Some of them because they are following one faith. 
Or is he missing? He said, I was sick. <laughs> Go on, sir. He visited me. Yes. I was in prison. I was in prison. And he came out to me. You know, not in prison because I killed someone. He says, he says, he says, he says, he says, don't, don't be persecuted because of evil doing. But be sure that you can be imprisoned because you love me. Go on, sir. Yes, say Lord, Lord, when did we? Yes, yes, or thirsty, and then drink. When saw we thee a stranger, and took, and took you in, or naked, and we thee. When when we see you sick, or in prison, and came unto thee, and the king shall answer unto them. Hold on. When Jesus switched to say verily, he said, This is the truth. You know, sometimes you may have so many clothes and women children have give. There are times you have a caress in the house that you give that, that 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 you've not sold for a long time. Give. At times you have plenty shoes. Plenty. Give. Someone is not well. At least call. Or send a message. Someone is being persecuted for the sake of Christ. Stand by them. Strengthen them. Someone is hungry. Take them out. Or send somebody account. For lunch. Jesus said, This is good. This is the practice of the church. And they asked him, Lord, when did we see you? Because we have never seen you. When were you naked? When were you homeless? There are people that can never accommodate anyone in the house. It's just me and my family. <laughs> now I'm not saying you now come to somebody's house and now refuse to go. See, that's the issue. We are living in the next week. Next week comes, Pastor, please give us two more weeks. That's why faithfulness and truth is of utmost importance. You see, the church of Jesus is meant to be established on truth. That's why your yea will be what? Yea and nay, nay. You must stand by it. You must learn to swear evil to your own heart. I gave my word. Finish. Finish. What Jesus said. Verily, verily, I say unto you. Read them, sir. In as much as ye have done it unto one of the least of this, my brethren. Hold on. 
the list of my brethren. This one I'm going to close here. You know, I'm. You know, in the world today, the church is teaching people how to be wealthy in this world. Well, that's not the assignment. But in the teaching of being wealthy there. It's by sowing, by preaching, and by giving. God is asking, where is your brother? Inasmuch as you have done these things to this, the least of this, my. It's interesting, God calls them brethren. That's why we must have a criteria for knowing who a brethren truly is in this church. So we don't waste our gift. Because not everybody is a brethren. Yes. Because the apostles knew who their brethren were. Because they showed it in their commitment. They don't come to church late. They don't skip church services. They join online services. You can look back and you see them and you know God's word is what is progressing. They are praying, they are living the word, they are doing their best to please Christ in everything that happens to them. Would that pastor watch it? If this, if this is not your life, maybe you are not really done anything. Check your ways. For God is building his church. And he wants his church to be true family indeed. In as much as you have done it, to the least of these my brethren. Most times we are trying to come to just receive of God. Come and take anointing. Come and take bread to know. The church is not a place to take. It's a place to what? To give. It's a place to give. It's a place where you are trained to take from the word and it's the word that you may have something to give. That's what I'm going to close. Please don't sleep on Friday. That's a heart. And this is how soon we have to. You give. One day he was preaching and his mother and his brothers James, Joseph, and all. They came because he hasn't eaten. They say he's out of his mind. He should come. And they sent people to go and call him. And they said, Jesus, your brethren and your mother are outside. So they're outside. So they're outside. They are calling for him. And the Lord said, Who is my mother? That's why the Catholics should rethink the place of Mary with Jesus. Jesus said, really? He has no mother. But who is my mother? Who are my brethren? He says, behold, everyone that is listening, so they listening, and doing, they are my mother and my brethren. Just as you are looking for the person that came to Christ through you in this church, you are also looking for someone to bless. 
Amen. I'm not saying now start no, but it should be something in your consciousness. That who can I bless with the little I have? Because if you do any of these things to any of the least of my brethren, you are doing it to me. Is this clear this morning? So what will you do after now? You go to preach. And you think of who to bless. And you call the blessing in your environment. You have a friend. You are going to buy food. You can ask them, can I buy for you? Give me your money. I can buy for you on my way back. Always seek the good of people. The person you are doing good today might just be the one that God will use for you. But the reason you are doing it is not because you are seeking for good. It's the right thing to do as a child of God. I was on a level. People used to come to my room and say, how are you doing it? When I got there, it was easier for me to call them to fellowship and they will respond. It was easy for me to call Kutei and say, yes sir, man of God. Why? Because they are seeing that beyond the profession, the life of God is there. Today God is calling us and is letting the church know that this is how the light is to be shown by living and caring one for another with a sincere heart unto God. Every one of us must aspire. Jesus said, if you've done this to any of the least of my brethren, then do it to the degree that you have. Every month, no, as God enables you and as you have, but make sure you are consciously doing good to every child of God. The Lord said, as you do this, you do it to me. When did we see you hungry? Amen. When did we see you without clothes? That's why one who preach that my God is not a poor God. It's not scriptural because there are people that Christ said they don't have clothes in the church. There are people that Christ said they are sick in the church. And says when you do any of these things to any one of them, from man's standard, those who are sick, that means they're not God's children. But as Christ says there is, you don't need to do it. As you walk out of this church today, see everyone in this church as your brother and as your sister. But I want to warn you, never take advantage of anyone. If you do, 
the Lord will judge you for the means by which we sow in eternity is also by taking care of everyone in the house of God. I feel like throwing in one more this morning. Let me throw this one more. Then I'll take my seat. I can take off from there next time. The next point is what I'm going to mention in the next five minutes and I'll take from there. One way which also we also sow in obedience to God. I call it here is by, by responding and obey the authority of the land. I repeat, by responding and obeying the, the government. Amen. This church. And this is not in life because work. So when we obey authority, we are sold in the hereafter. I won't go far this morning to that day, but I'm going to pick up and I'm going to close. You know what I'm trying to do in this church? I'm trying to do my best under God to lead us in the path of righteousness. So that when the time comes where the truth of God will be revealed in eternity, none of us will be found wanting. I'm going to read for us this morning quickly three scriptures and then I'm going to talk. I'll take this from here. Read this morning. First Peter 2 verses 13 to 17. Let's do this morning. First Peter 2 17 to 13. Read sir. To 17. Submit yourself to every ordinance of man. Hold on. But we read here that. Ma, did you hear that? Submit yourself to what? Now that orders of man actually, if you read in context, in order for you know, it's talking about authority, those those in government, those who are in God's sir. For the Lord's sake. For the Lord's sake. Wow, please hold on. That means the reason we submit to, to the government is for the sake of the Lord. Wow. Go on, sir. Whether it be to the king, to the king, as supreme, or unto governors, unto governors, unto them that are sent by him, they are sent by him for the punishment of evil doers. Go on, and for the praise of them that do well. Yes, go on. For so is the will of God. So is the will of God that with well doing, with well doing, we may put to silence, we may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. The, it, it means as Christians. We must not join people in disobeying authority. Where are you now, sir? No, pass. What are you? Go on. Read down. As free. As free. And not using your liberty for a flock of maliciousness. Go on. But as a servant of God. Yes. Honor all men. Honor all men. Love brotherhood. Love brotherhood. Fear God. Fear God. Honor the king. Please. 
Now, Romans 13, verse 1 to 4, says almost the same thing. But now, read more Titus 3, verse 1 and 2. And then I will say a few things this morning, and then we'll close. Titus 3, 1 and 2. Put them in mind. Put them in mind. To be subject to principality. Now the word subject means to obey. Principality means those in authority. Go on, sir. Just go on. Read. Remind them to be submissive to rulers and authorities. Yes. To be obedient, to be ready for every good work. Yes. To speak evil of no one. Be obedient and be ready for every word, good work. Now, what are the good works that we do to complete? The first thing is that we pay your taxes. But for the sake of Christ, pay your bills. Don't go and circumvent never Paul. And say it's our common word. It's not. You know, it's going to close. Pay your fine. If you are fined for anything. Because you are a child of God. Obey traffic lights. Please, don't, don't, don't run. Don't use ability. I will fight them. Pastor, leave me. I will deal with them. No, you are not. God didn't call them. To deal with authority it says submit to them. At that instant, you are outside the will of God. One day you are surprised that in your neighborhood, as you climb the pulpit to preach, it is a man that is the head of neighborhood. As a Christian, you must live with eternity in view. Jesus says, Let our light so shine. Don't cut corners. To get a document, they will tell you that this way is long, but there's a shorter way. The shorter way you know is unrighteous. You have a choice. You can choose to cut it because everyone too who are Christians too have cut it. Because if you don't cut it, they won't go. They will not different. You are different because you have eternity in mind. The thing you think you are calling to be is only another time. It will come to the light. For there is nothing hidden that shall not be revealed. Nothing done in secret that will come eventually to be open. We must learn to obey authority. And live an exemplary life to every of our superior. We don't change figures. We don't. We don't. We don't go behind them to do what is not giving God's glory. And we stand true and faithful. The only time you have the right to stand against authority is when the law giving is directly contrary to Christ. What I said, when the law given is contrary to Christ, then you have the standing to refuse to move and you'll be justified.
when government says to me, marry him, I'm going to prison. I will tell them, no. But they say to me, pay your taxes. Give us your record so we can plug in rightly. I have no right to say no. Amen. Amen. What they say to me, you pay your bills. Pay your staff well. Let's see their pension fund. So we can, what do I do? I comply. I don't say God is the one that paid them pension. No, God doesn't pay anybody pension. Why is he paying the pension? When you are three old, give them their own year or earth two. Let's serve God with a true heart. Because when the time or the close of age is there, let's begin to think about the kingdom and let that knowledge of the kingdom begin to affect how we live here on earth. Don't take someone else's property as though it's not mine. Let's destroy it. Take care of it as though it's yours. Pleases the Lord. His enemies has no choice to be at peace with him. When you have plenty of enemies, your ways are not pure before the Lord. When a Christian keeps saying, my enemy, my enemy, my enemy, my enemy, that Christian has no standing with God. For if the ways of a man pleases God, even his enemies will know that this man is, is a man of righteousness. I want you to have that light in yourself and live for eternity now. It's only a matter of time. Find it, find what we are going, we are going, we are happening, we are lost, we are buying, we are investing. Begins to come down. The things you are struggling to do now, you will see them, you see them. Now, live like someone to ye. If you don't have heavenly investment, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be left in the cold in heaven. And when you, you see, in a place of joy, in a place of abundance, when you don't have up to what others have, you know that there's something missing. Even when there's abundance, you know, in the class of the rich, they are still the poor, in the rich class. You know what I said to you? Somebody comes with a jet to a meeting. You come with a, a, a limo. Limo is big too, but limo can be compared to what? So one has a giant limo, you are still poor. So in the midst of the rich, there are still poor people. And that poverty is always mentioned. Hey, when we are talking, you keep two of us. And it will pay you for eternity. And become conscious. Jesus said, there's a hereafter. And we must begin to invest in it. Live right. Preach the gospel. Bless the brethren. Live with eternity in view. For there's the resurrection of the dead. And there's a reward of the righteous. And this is when our true life actually starts. We are in the face of practice. We are in a dress rehearsal. We are coming back to this earth. But to be a new earth. And a new heaven. And we reign and rule here. But what happens here at that time. Is dependent on what we do now.
in obedience to Christ. I was hungry. You fed me. And he didn't say you fed me out of the plenty you had. He says the church in Macedonia, they gave out of their deep poverty. But they didn't, they didn't just give first, they first gave themselves. That means no matter how poor you think you are, there is something. A true believer must be a giver. In the midst of your neighborhood, they must know you don't to be a giver. No matter how small it is, you must. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. This morning, I hope I'll challenge you with God again. To live a step forward in becoming the true believer you should be. The true believer we should be. And start investing. And start being, being conscious of his coming again. One day he sat down. He says, look at this temple. No one stone shall be left on another at the fullness of time. But sometimes when I sit down and I remember men of God who are great, who did great works 200 years ago, they live like us as though everything depends on their existence. But now they are far past in history. Very soon, we shall all be forgotten. It's only our works that will stand for us in Christ. Begin to live with eternity in view. Learn to bless someone. Learn to minister grace to someone. You have a gift of encouragement in speech. Oh, use it. You have it in writing. Oh, use it. When you bless any little one in the kingdom, you've done it to Christ. So this morning, it is good to do good to God's children. Be conscious of it and begin to practice it. It is good to do well to all men. It is good to be a blessing to all believers around you. For that is how the gospel begins to spread. When you see the light, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. What good works? The works we are talking about now. When you see those good works, it becomes to them a token of judgment or a token of salvation. As the Lord our God will work in them. God is calling the church to stand as light and come together as a community of people who God has called to be separate from the world. He says, I've called you out of darkness. I've called you into light. Therefore, stay strong in the light of God. Therefore, stay strong in the grace of God. Let this light shine. Let no one speak ill about Christ through your life. Let no one speak ill about Christ through our church. Let's do everything to represent Christ well. For if we do and stay faithful of this today, we shall not lose our word. You also won't lose your word. Begin to think like this. Begin to act like this. Know that eternity is, is sure and is real. And it's what we do today that determines what happens there.
by the grace of God, we'll continue from here next Sunday by the grace of God. Let us pray. Father, we thank you this morning. We receive strength. We receive grace. To stand for you. Till the end. Thank you because we have the consciousness of who you are. We are, we are mindful of eternity. We are mindful of the end. Lord, give us grace to be doers. Give us grace to be, to be, to be among those that practice the truth. Lord, give us grace to stand in you. Lord, give us grace to be obedient. Lord, give us grace, Lord, to go forth and share this gospel. Lord, give us grace to go forth and care one for another. Lord, give us grace to go forth and, and, and care for even those in the world. Lord, as we walk in our daily living, our daily life, Lord, help us remember we are children of the kingdom in everything we do. That you, Father, may be glorified in the Son, and the Son be glorified through us. And because, Lord, we are obedient even to the authorities. Lord, thank you because we keep to your law. We keep to your words. We keep to your commands. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For the assurance of your word. And the assurance of your spirit. Lord, thank you because we know we are following you day by day. We are, we are changing. We are, we are conforming to the same image like you from glory to glory, from step to step. From day to day, time to time. Lord, give us grace, Lord, to, to make amends every time your word as a mirror, Lord, shows us areas where we need correction, sir. I pray, Lord, that no one here, Father God, will look at your mirror, but the mirror of your word, and, and go out and forget what they've heard or what man of man, Lord, and if sin themselves to be, but Lord, will work in accordance with your word. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. We'll go for Lord, the doers of your word, that your true light will shine in the church, and the whole nations of the earth will see your glory. We thank you, O God. For today we receive strength for obedience. Even now and forevermore. For we thanksgiving in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.